What's good, guys? Jeremy Davis here, man. I just want to say congratulations on your 100th episode. I had a great time when you guys had me on the podcast. And I can just remember when you guys gave me the uh, the stressful question of picking between Kendrick and J. Cole. And I just hate do that. I typically never, ever, ever give an answer. Uh, but you guys forced me and I did. And I still regret that decision. Uh, not because it was wrong. Uh, because I just typically never do it. I never want to do it again. <laughs> but again, congratulations on your 100th episode, man. I hope you guys keep going. What's up, Power 5 Pod? Congratulations on 100 episodes. Man, this is awesome. Love you guys. A lot of laughs, a lot of fun. Been a fan since day one. Little Deborah's riding the meats. Guest Santa Claus appearance. Hi, Jesus Christ. <laughs> been a lot of fun. My least favorite episode has to be the Kevin Costner episode because that guest picker was a scrub. Anyways, great job, guys. Looking forward to the next 100. Peace out. What's up, Power 5 Podcast? Congrats, y'all, on the 100th episode. This is Adam. Welcome. Calling all the way from California. I was honored to be a guest on the Power 5 show so much fun, such great content, and my 10-year-old son and I are going to rank our top five favorite Premier League soccer teams, starting with number one is Manchester City is our favorite Premier League soccer team. Number two, Arsenal is number two. Number three is the Tottenham Hotspur. Number four. Liverpool? Liverpool is number four. My favorite player, Mo Salah, is on Liverpool. He's absolutely amazing. And our fifth favorite Premier League soccer team is Manchester United. Power 5 Podcast. Keep ripping out those podcasts, boys. Thanks for all you do, everybody listening. Keep crushing it. Have an amazing day. Yes, sir. 100 episodes. Gentlemen, it is a blessing to be connected. I had a blast uh, recording the episode, seems like, years ago with you guys. Maybe it was. Uh, but just absolutely loved it. The one memory I have was, if my memory serves me correctly, was ranking top five, I think it was, TV dads. And man, that's a, that's a list that uh, had us laughing and questioning our existence and a lot of things in between. Anyways, congratulations, gentlemen. Keep up the great work, and uh, we'll talk soon. Stay strong. <clears throat> Happy Sunday, Power 5 Pod. It is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Enzyme. J-Rod, whatever you'd like to call me. I am sitting on my back porch, and I just wanted to take this opportunity to uh, tell you how honored I am to have a four-episode contract with the Power 5 Podcast it was a thrill to sign that day with uh, Christian, C-Dub, the great one. I've loved every minute of it. I've loved every episode of it. I've loved helping you guys. It's been entirely too much fun for me. Um, the 100th episode, I'm very happy that y'all have made it to that. A lot of hard work and dedication came from that, and that's that's all you guys, Kev, Power Podfather. So with that, I'm signing out. If you need a contract extension anytime, Hit up DJ Enzyme for all the fans out there getting married, having parties, whatever. Hit up DJ Enzyme. My username's the same everywhere, DJ underscore Enzyme. Shameless plug there. But anyway, um, I had fun. It was a great time. You guys keep it real. Enjoy the 100th episode. What's going on? My name is Kevin. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Power 5 Podcast. This is the podcast where we take a topic and we rank it. This episode is a little bit different, though. This is episode 100, and we're taking a look back at some of our favorite memories so far on the Power 5 Podcast and also looking ahead. Christian, I remember we were in a traffic jam on 85 interstate 85 headed north to charlotte to see the chili peppers back in september and you said you wanted to reach 100 episodes and here we are man we did it we did it baby we made it uh you know drop the confetti man how about that 100 episodes clap it out man who would have thought pew, 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 over two years ago man we've been doing this for two plus years our first episode dropped in january of 2021 
And I could tell you, man, Kevin, that was six months ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, let's just get to 100. But yeah, it's a grind, man, to get to 100, man. Something to be proud of. You know, love it. You know, can't believe we've made it. And I, I just remember when I was in an Ingalls supermarket back in November of 2020, my, my baby girl, Reed, who's now over two, was literally two weeks old. She was in my shopping cart. And I remember getting a text from Colin like, hey, think I'm doing a podcast. You want in? And I was like looking down at my child. I was like, what else do I have to do? Absolutely. Sign me up. <laughs> So I put that six pack and those bananas in the cart and we did it. The rest is history, baby. Six pack of Coke Zeros, Todd. The pod God. Love it. Love hey, it. Hey, you know, right now the podcast sits with obviously myself, Christian, Colin, and Todd, but man, we had Brant, and obviously he's not with us anymore, <laughs> at least on the pod. I mean, Brant is still alive. Don't say his name, Kevin. And then, peace, you know what we do. And then Enzyme as well, you know, both of those being instrumental members of the podcast, but just a big shout out and thanks to you guys for just committing to it and, and showing up every week. That's It is a commitment, and it's something that I, I think that um, I'm a little shocked that we've gotten this far, but man, here we are and like you said christian it is something to be proud of i remember we reaching out to a podcast called the cheap seats reviews and they review movies and they knew that we were creeping on up there and he just sent like a random message just saying hey man be proud of your content regardless of how many listeners you got or whatever but i'm definitely proud of the content and i hope you guys are too colin todd what you got to say man yeah kind of on that same note uh, about the grind in the two years like it, it we can't do a hundred steps though without talking about kevin's commitment you know not all roles are equal and you know our listeners probably don't know this but kevin does the bulk of the work and so shout out to you kevin for for the sacrifice that it takes for sure yeah kevin i know you're gonna have to do this because you do all the editing work but give yourself a round of applause or something man yeah take a bow uh, I will say, man, yeah, doing all that editing, I, I did one episode's worth of just pressing the record button, and I was nervous I was going to screw it up. So shout out to you for keeping this train moving, baby, and doing top hey, you did notch a great recording. Job. You did a hey, great I, job, Christian. You you pinched hit very well. Thank you. I would say, you know, I'm 100% the one episode I did, and Kevin's about 99%, right? <laughs> I do think we need to say that. Yeah, so episode 100, we use Zoom every single week. It's never failed us. It works every single time, except for the 100th episode. So this is round two, man. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm a little mild about it, but that's okay, man. It's okay. Second time is going to be better than the first. Thinking about the beginning, though, you know, talking about where we were, Christian remembers being in the Ingalls parking lot. My distinct memory is I was still living in North Carolina at the time when we had our first, like, Zoom planning session. And I, you know, was sitting in my office in North Carolina at, at the house and had no idea that like two weeks later, I'd be back in Greenville or, or, or making that move. And so kind of just an interesting snapshot in time there for me. And you moved back to be in the studio with us, right, Colin? That's why you moved? That's right. That's exactly right, Christian. <laughs> you know, so. so many times I think friends just throw out random ideas that would be cool, but you don't necessarily follow through on it, right? It's kind of like, hey, we need to go eat. We need to go out for lunch. We need to go play around the golf. We need to go do this. But the follow through isn't always there. And so when we threw this thing out, it, it really kind of is shocking that, that it kind of stuck. And I remember doing a little prep session with Brant before we went to episode number one, which shout out little Debbie cakes are by far our most downloaded episode. Anyways, me and Brant, we ranked our top five NBA teams. I can't stand the NBA. That's probably why we went there is because we knew that we would never, ever have that as an actual episode. But, man, 100 episodes, you know, we've taken two breaks, and that probably killed a little bit of momentum in terms of growth. But that's okay. They were necessary for that time and where everybody's season of life was. And But, man, here we are going strong. Colin, you've talked – awful lot just about the quality of guests that we've been able to to get and we got them early on too man some some big names that we weren't necessarily expecting yeah and i think that was a, a plan that we really focused on early on i think we uh i've been blown away at the the kindness of the guests and the generosity for them to, to give us time i mean we've had some some very uh you know for lack of a better word i guess famous people that that have 
huge time commitments. I think Bradley Pinion would probably classify as our most famous guest, but I mean, we've got a lot of people with some, some intense schedules and folks from all over the country that have, have joined in to be guests. And so I think that has far exceeded, you know, our expectations, at least mine. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, you mentioned all the way back to episode three with Jason Romano, you know, former on ESPN guy and, you know, big time sports writer. And we had Eric McLean to follow. And then episode five, Chick Flicks, our first female guest. Colin, remember how giddy we got when we had female guests? I know I, for one, uh, am a little embarrassed, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't necessarily know the reason, but I felt like the nerves were a little more amped up that night. And it was a big episode for me personally, Chick Flicks. I mean, I was, I was excited <laughs> That's about true. It. It's your wheelhouse. Well. That's right. Yeah. That's right. No pressure. No pressure. Hey, you were more excited, I think, Christian, over the Maddie Kroll Taylor Swift episode, but Shamadi, that was that was Brant all day. That was Brant all day, man. Hornets girl, Braids girl. Yeah, I mean, Brant, <laughs> Brant, I'd love to see the messages he was sending to all these women to get him on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Can we take a minute before we we transition somewhat to Todd's time? But you know, Brand and I and Kevin, you talked a lot about this. We we had a rivalry on the podcast, you know, and, and part of that goes just you know we're such good friends and spend so much time together. Like there's a lot of just instant reaction to things. But make no mistake about it, I'm still standing here. I won the pod battle, George Jones. Whatever else, you know, we argued about. Uh, I can't Kurt Schilling. remember. Kurt Schilling, absolutely a Hall of Famer. And Brent could not take the heat. He left, couldn't handle it. So that's where we're at. Are you taking full responsibility for him no longer being on the pod? Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I think our early on listeners, and man, we've got listeners all over the place, right? All over the country, all over the world, really, which is just crazy. I remember early on, it was episode number 11, Hot Takes Volume 1. Part of the pre, pre-conversation, man, and we were all over the place, right? We had games. At one point in time, we did celebrity birthdays. We did Today in History, and I'll be honest with you, I kind of missed the Today in History. It, it, it provides a decent amount of banter, but, you know, it, it makes the episodes run a little bit long. But anyways, we were talking, and in the, um, the, the, the pregame talk, I guess, Brant gets to talking about – Kurt Schilling and and George Jones and just being overrated and and man that was episode eleven and we we go all the way to episode number sixty which was Todd's first episode desserts and they're still going on about it number one for me um, and I'm probably going to have to have security escort me to my car on Monday afternoon. You can't be a country music legend if you're not even the best George in your genre. George Jones is the most overrated country music Ooh. of all time. Oh, His voice is terrible. Most overrated of all time. Most overrated country music singer of all time. Of the legends, of the supposed legends. Okay. That's not like, only a bad take. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Don't add him either. Is is George Jones the best George in country music, yes or no? That's not what your hot take was. That is the hot take. Your hot take was that You can't George be Jones a legend if you're not even the best Is George, George Michael that's, considered country? That's, that's two simple yes or no questions in a row that Colin hasn't answered. Yeah. We, well, he's he's stating three things in his hot take. I mean, which uh, what is it? Is he I a, thought we were talking hot take. Is he overrated or is he not the best George in country music? Both are true. But which? what's the hot take? Both. What he's was the third overrated. one, Colin? Hey, pull them apart and take them one at a time. They're both true. He's not overrated. He's not the best George in country music, but he's not overrated. So Who's you that? halfway agree with me. I agree with one of two <laughs> statements. But you love George Jones, Colin. You've got to stand on this and die on this hill. If you don't stand for this. <laughs> if you don't stand for this, you might as well put ham you. on your pizza and buy a dog. That's right. Brand, I agree. And I mentioned this to Colin probably like three years ago. I don't even know if he remembers this. And he when he had a fit at that moment about it as well. But I like the I, take. Thank you. I appreciate it. I believe it's correct. 
Stand but by. What, what's correct? He's not overrated. <laughs> he's not a country music legend. That's Ooh. that's. that's Ooh. He's overrated. That's tough. Well, you said he was a legend. You did say George Jones is the most overrated legend of all. Time. Right. Right. But now he's saying he's not a legend. Not in his eyes. I mean, what is no it? supposed legend? I mean, you sound like that Obama at a press conference. What is it? What <laughs> he's is not it? one. He's not. He's not a legend. I'll but, but people like you and other country music fans put him in that category of a country music legend because he belongs in that category. Yeah, but my take is that Luke Bryan and uh, Florida Georgia Line. Colin, are you planning to listen to Finally Friday tomorrow since it's Friday? I'm going to call Brian at 6 a.m. blaring it. That's a pretty good song. I mean, I think if anybody else did that song, it would be a better song. <laughs> Except get you running for a while. Hey, Todd, let's keep the street going. George Jones, trash or no? Trash or not? I'm not a big George Jones fan. Boom. Let's keep it rolling. Oh, right. Todd, man. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. I love it. Do you like go. America? <laughs> love it. Oh, that was too easy. New man, York it was a feud that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious, man. And and those listeners that have been with us from, from episode number one know exactly what we're talking about. Hey, let me make a comment. What if somebody only listened to us episode one and 60 and thinks we're just a bunch of fatsos talking about desserts and cream pies? That's kind of what we are. are That's true. I was like, what are these guys doing? They've done 60 episodes of pure fat food rankings. What is going on? I mean, it's it's our wheelhouse, right? Like, like it's, you know, it's where we all can uh, give the most input. Yep. You're you're not wrong. You know, in, in the whole point of this episode, guys, you know, I, I don't know if I remember, I don't know if I introduced it at the beginning or not, but we just want to kind of take take a little walk down memory lane, right? We're going to throw some clips in there. So to our listeners, I apologize if it doesn't necessarily, the story and the clip doesn't necessarily line up. So we're just going off memory as best we possibly can. But, you know, I think we need to spend a little bit of time talking about our celebrity crushes, right? Mr. Tim Allen, Kevin Costner, and Macaulay Culkin. Early on, we thought that we were going to be able to get some big names like that on. And still do, still do. Yeah, yeah, we still do. I think oh, it was Bold oh, Predictions, oh. right? Bold Predictions, episode number 25, I believe. Brant makes a prediction. Or no, that was episode 32. Brant makes a prediction that we get Tim Allen for episode 100. I'm going along with Kevin's uh, previous pick. It's a pod-related pick. I think it will uh, – I'm again, I think this is certainly on the scale of things that are possible, but I'm further speaking it into existence – Tim, the tool man, Taylor Allen will be our 100th episode guest. Wow. Love it. That's strong, man. I'm going to put the wheels in motion. I'm going to start getting in his ear on Twitter, but I'm speaking it into existence. Our 100th guest, 100th episode guest will be Tim Allen. What a pull that would be. I love that. I got some goosebumps just saying, you hearing you say it. And if we don't get him, we'll take Zachary Ty Bryan when he gets out of jail. <laughs> that's it that's number one i love that's it man that is number one let's make that happen i'm gonna start yeah. the campaign go fund me yeah all right i think i tweeted at him for i don't know 125 straight days at one point <laughs> in time never got any kind of response back so uh we finally just decided to uh, i guess i think i saw he press charges for you being a stalker i think <laughs> so, <laughs> we just brought I- todd on full time I mean, that's, that's, right. that's true. We got Todd instead. <laughs> you know, uh, the other guy that we were pretty obsessed with was Fauci. You know, luckily he's out of the picture now. Uh, the whole mandate's over in May. That whole thing is a bust. Kevin, glad he's you too, survived he, unscathed. He's too busy moving the goalposts. I mean, oh, that's true. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Figuring out what natural causes are, right? I will say, Kevin, as much as crap as you talked about him, he made me feel about as safe as Dolly Parton holding Brant close. During the zombie apocalypse. And at number four, um, I think that now that I'm hearing y'all's list, like y'all are building super teams, I, I would clarify that my criteria is just like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be entertained by this person. Like, 
So all of these is just me and this other person, and we're just being dropped into this world um, that is on fire. So coming in at number four, I can imagine her saying a particular line, and that's really why I picked her. Coming in at number four, it's going to be Dolly Parton. And right when we're dropped into this world, she's going to grab me by the arm, and she's going to say, honey, we got to get to Tennessee. We got to get to Tennessee. And then we're just like trying to find our way to Tennessee. Like, and I just think it'd be hilarious. She's been around the block. When we, when we like break into a house to get a little respite, to get a little sleep, she's going to like sing and just kind of tell stories. So coming in number four, Dolly Parton. I mean, I never in a, in a million years would have imagined Dolly Parton <laughs> up on this list. I mean, what were the odds on that, Evan? What were the odds on that? Oh, Vegas set the odds. Caesar Sportsbook set the odds at like 10,000 I mean, there's, there's not even an odd on that. Like, there's no. not. Look, you know what I'm learning from this is that this is something that is that is ex- that brand is extremely passionate about. I mean, he, listen, I mean, you sent the text out the other day with this idea. I think this is important. The listeners know that this was Brant's idea here. Okay. We jumped on board. We're like, yeah, this is it. All right. hundred percent. And the (laughs) fact that you've got this whole world created and she's taking you to Tennessee and basically telling you that everything's going to be okay when you're scared to death and she's going to be on your team. I mean, that's next level. That's yeah, spot I don't on. know, but that, spot on. that made me a little uncomfortable. Honestly, I was just a lowly listener at that time. And uh, man, when I listened to that episode, I was like, what is happening? What is he talking about? Yeah, that's you know, when you knew how the sausage was made, Todd. You <laughs> right. know, we had a um, we that kind of got the obscure episodes going and not that we have a lot of obscure episodes, but I think that was one of our funniest episodes, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Shout out to uh, one Blake of Todd's Sheldon. friends. Like shouting Pastor Steven Furtick. Uh, he's probably the buffest dude on my list. Definitely felt safe. Hey, you know, Colin, you mentioned Bradley Pinion. Shout out Atlanta Falcons, Dirty Birds, uh, three-year, eight-and-a-half million. I mean, Ooh. definitely, definitely probably our most famous guest, right, as you said. But the thing that sticks out in my mind for that particular episode, which that was the episode number 25, Road Trip Snacks, was Colin – had an interesting way of describing how he ate gummy worms from the gas station. Number four for me, uh, I hope I don't butcher the name of this, but this company actually started in Germany. This um, collection of snacks didn't make it to the U.S. until the 1980s, but the trolley sour bright crawlers, Mm. more commonly known as just, you know, the sour gummy worms. Big fan of those. They get a little messy in the car. Don't love it. Got to be kind of careful with it. But uh, I really struggle with drinks on these because I don't really think you can have like a Coke or Dr. Pepper or anything. So it's water is really the only option for me on these. Hey, great uh, choice. That is a great choice. Yeah, those are, that is a good candy. So if you've got a little worm, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, if you've got like half green and half red, I mean, are we, 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 we go in, we biting off. Are they different flavors? Are we, are we biting the green and eating that by itself? Are we going full combo with the green and the red? How, how are we eating that thing? It's, it's really two, two strategies. I mean, one strategy you're biting half and half. The other strategy is you're just throwing the whole thing in and kind of letting it sit there for a minute. Uh, and then, and then biting it all. <laughs> Well, you got to be careful because they regenerate, and then you got a full-on worm. <laughs> I don't know where this went. I don't either. I don't either. Trolley sour gummy worms and an aquafina. Yeah, the best it. flavor of the trolley is the blue and the orange. By the way, oh, boy. Colin, Colin, you got lots of unique eating habits. A content eater, as you like to say. It, it wouldn't be a milestone episode without us talking about my eating habits. I mean, uh, I don't remember exactly when dry nugs came into the picture, but it's become a, uh, a staple, something that will live on and, and with the life of the pod. Uh, I think it was maybe like our second draft when I just casually dropped the line. I'm going to ride the meats and, you know, uh, generated quite a buzz from our listeners on that. I think it was a Thanksgiving draft. 
right. I'll allow it. I will. Uh, I will continue to ride the meats here, and we'll take turkey. Say that again. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Let's talk turkey, out. Colin. What you got, buddy? <laughs> Colin, we have the meats. He's got the meat sweats over here, guys. You can't oh, see him, but we can. I mean, oh, man. enough about that, Colin. What are you picking? <laughs> yeah, let's go with a uh, roll. It is. It is what it is. It is what it is. The list is dwindling here. You're dwindling. All right. So, what are you picking? <laughs> what is it? I said turkey. Oh, we didn't hear you. I'm sorry. We just heard you. Turkey. A little bit louder now. All right, all some right. turkey. What, what kind Colin's of Colin's got all meat on his plate right now. <laughs> He's just eating thin sliced boards. Ham and, ham and turkey. Do you have? Yeah, not. Yeah, oh, you yeah. definitely did. Uh, Todd, I remember you talking about you were in the gym and you heard that busted out laughing while you <laughs> while you're exercising. Yeah, yeah, man. I almost fell off the treadmill. I'm pretty sure people thought I was an idiot, but <laughs> I just could not stop laughing. And and to this day, I think it's one of the funniest things from the podcast that I can remember. I'm pretty sure that Colin in his first pick, it was a Thanksgiving draft all the way back from 2021. Colin ranks or drafts ham first, then he comes back with like the ninth pick overall, something like that. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to continue on and ride the meats and draft turkey, I believe it was. And, man, it was classic. Brant loses it. Christian makes, a you know, just a little witty comment like he does in literally <laughs> every episode. And Brant throws it on Headliner. I'm pretty sure it's a Smashing Pumpkins album cover. And, yeah, it was one of our more popular social media posts. Yeah, I think there's a gift somewhere of Colin on a giant pig riding a piece of ham, something like that. I wanted the T-shirt personally, but uh... – TBD. Can we talk about Christian outbursts and imitations for a minute? I mean, that's something that jumps out to me. And, and Kevin's right there with him with the Macho Man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. Sp- I'm sponsored by uh, Ritalin. So uh, I just want to thank my sponsors. <laughs> my, my apologies for not uh, that's taking big a pharma. dose. But, yeah, shout out to Big Pharma. And Med. And it's just like let, let me do an impression for you. Todd. It's Stephen A. Smith. And what you're saying right now is preposterous. It's ridiculous. And you should just go home and be grateful that you see another day. There it is. There it is. I will, I will say they can go from like really good, really spot on to really sketchy sometimes. His, what are you uh, talking about, Todd? Is it Regis? Yeah, his his Regis, his Carl Winslow and Trump kind of run together sometimes. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, are you talking about the beatnik cop from Chicago? Is that who you're talking about? That's right. That's right. That was a little bit like um, Dr. Evil. Right. <laughs> yeah. I never said they were good. I just said they were impressions, right? No. Oh, oh they're hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the funny thing, right? Is all the quirks. And I will say, Kevin, if you want him to lose his voice the rest of the show, get him on a macho man clip. That dude is the best one I've ever heard. Hey, two times in a hundred episodes. That's 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 plenty. Plenty enough it- for me. Hey, I think we need to spend a little bit of time on some insane first-round draft picks. You know, we haven't had a draft episode in quite some time. I love the draft episodes. It it requires much less prep, right? You don't have to come in with a lot of information about whatever it is that you're ranking. You you just pretty much choose from whatever's available at that particular time. But And this is completely my opinion on insane first-round draft picks. But, guys, you comment as you see fit. All right, we're going to start with episode 40 when Christian drafted Airheads as the number two candy overall for a first-round pick. Coming in at number two in this lottery draft pick here, what you're going to learn about me tonight is I'm actually more of a fruity, chewy candy guy than I am a chocolate guy. So my number two, and this was, again, without a doubt, my number one on my list, but number two is going to be Airheads, uh, preferably watermelon, cherry, maybe even the mystery if you want to get weird. But Airheads, man, number two draft pick. You just like Colin off the hook. I mean, did I, did I save him? Dude, full transparency. That was 18th on my list. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. 
Did I say airheads, or are you thinking more heads? Probably would have gone undrafted. The ADP ADP of airheads is 77th. That's the ADP. Are you kidding me? That's like my number one candy I give out to kids. You just drafted Greg Oden with that. (laughs) I do appreciate the fact that you chose the watermelon airhead, because I do feel like it's the goat of the airheads. Hey, do you roll that bad boy up and just stick it in like it's a – just a chew of tobacco in, in your cheek right there. You munch on those bad boys like a like a slim jim. With the fun size, you like gotta put it in like a, like a mouth guard, a football mouth guard. Ah, there you Ooh. go. So you're telling me you know how to do it, but you still hate it. I don't get it. Yeah, Brand. you wouldn't have made my top. <laughs> People hey, in South Carolina and everywhere except the Northeast and probably California call those things mouth. Insane. Like, <laughs> what in the world? Wasn't good. Wasn't good. I'm pretty sure that Colin, hey, 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 Colin, I get a chance I'm... to rebuke that or rebuke you for saying that because I absolutely love airheads. They're a elite candy and you can suck it. <laughs> Brant instantly disses Colin a little bit for drafting fun size Snickers or something like that. And then Christian follows it up with some airheads. I think I end up drafting peanut M&Ms and Brant just Cannot believe that Reese Cups are still on the board as the fourth pick overall. But uh, that was that was a fun little time. Guys, y'all kind of busted my balls a little bit for drafting Chick-fil-A tort- chicken tortilla soup in episode 53. Item, we t- discussed this earlier already on the pod. Maybe it was in the pregame show. I don't even remember. But we discussed this, especially when it's cold. This item right here hits the spot. It's extremely filling. I love it. If you don't know about it, you need to get on it. If you know, you know, though. We're talking about the chicken tortilla soup. My my, my pleasure. Limited time only at Chick-fil-A. I love it. I get it probably once every three times I visit Chick-fil-A if they actually have it. Chicken tortilla soup with the extra tortilla strips. Wow, Chip this. Chip Gaines would be proud of these two picks, Kevin. These are very mature <laughs> picks. <laughs> well, I'm not drafting yes. waffle fries. What? That is the number one wow. item across every region in the United yeah. States, Kevin. Yeah. Listen, give me a tater tot over those windows. Oh, really? God. God. All right. You're losing credibility. Cut his mic. <laughs> Cut his oh, mic. boy. Hey, would you guys like to go to a dinner party with hey, Chip Gaines? This What's that guy? Soup, first pick of the second round. You said Listen, the Bundy guy. Like, you just let Christian <laughs> off the hook. Listen, hey, I'm not, I'm not for drafting. I'm not drafting the grilled nuggets. Not happening. I'm not Dude, drafting I'm grilled gonna... nothing. Exactly. All right. Well, I think that was my second overall pick, but I had it right there at the turn. I was, it was the fifth pick overall chicken tortilla soup for the Chick fil A draft. I don't, I don't think any of them are as bad as Todd's potentially draft debut when he took Bubba Watson to win the Masters. So, Todd, to to start it off, you know what I have to say? No, let me hear it. Why? The number one pick of the draft. (laughs) So I'm not much of a golf expert, but, um, you know, I do love to watch the Masters, especially that Sunday afternoon, come in after church, get on the couch to spend the afternoon and watch a little golf, maybe take a little nap there in the middle. But I'm going to take with the first pick, I'm going to take, let's see here, I'm going to go with Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson, Georgia Bubba boy. It's other boy. Okay. Oh, that's nepotism, Todd. <laughs> uh, his only his only uh, negative factor is he's a UGA guy, but um, you know I'm going to take him. Won this thing a couple times, and I believe he's going to do well this year. Hey, he's ready to bring that f- confetti cake and vanilla ice cream <laughs> and mac and cheese back. Why not? All right, Bubba Watson, the number one overall pick. Man, what a pick. Plus 6,500 in Vegas, Todd. I like your odds. Did not see that coming. (laughs) So, uh, I guess I will take the... (laughs) Yeah, explain that one, Todd. Hey, listen, guys. Like uh, This is how it went. One, I got a text from Kevin approximately 55 minutes before the draft started asking me if I wanted to be on the episode. It kind of went like this. Hey, you want to be on uh, again soon? Because this was my second episode. And I was like, sure. When when is that? 
in 55 minutes. And so, uh, man, I understood. My understanding was that we were drafting all-time Masters champions. So I'm, like, looking at lists. You know, I feel like I'm feeling comfortable with my list. Well, we get into it, and I have the first overall pick as the new guy. So uh, first draft draft episode. And, man, I quickly realized that we're not drafting all-time Masters greats. We're drafting who's going to win the Masters this year. And so in a in a minute of panic, looking at my list, trying to figure out who on that list is still a current player, I picked I pick Bubba Watson, much to your support, because that means everybody else was left on the board. And I so was I applauding was, you for that. I thought that was a bold <laughs> pick, Todd. And if we know anything about you, we know you really would have just taken the whole field. Uh, right. because as you're one to well do. yeah man that's a that was definitely a off the off the grid unexpected draft pick that that todd had back in episode 63 guys we need to talk about enzymes john mcclain first overall number one draft pick in our christmas character draft from episode 87 all right, guys. Merry Christmas. Coming in with my favorite Christmas character. It, it shouldn't be that hard. It was a little bit hard, but not really. Number one for me, it's arguably the most bigly debated Christmas movie of all time. Die Hard. I'm going with John McClane. John McClane is my favorite number one Christmas character of all my time. My goodness. How no about kidding. that? Off the board, man. Bubba is, right. it, is it a Christmas movie? <laughs> Bubba Watson, Airheads, hey, I mean, hey, John hey. McClane. That's a good pick, though, because I could see him being a steal later on. So take him now and pray that, like, Krusty the Clown is still there. <laughs> <laughs> Average ADP of that pick was 172. <laughs> Wait, did you say the uh, presidential candidate, John Guys, McCain? I didn't. Expect- <laughs> no, I did not. I didn't expect. <laughs> yeah, he stands by that pick. I mean, he took the most obscure Christmas movies that people debate are, are those really Christmas movies? And he was pretty proud of that pick. I think the rest of us were also excited he took that because we got the traditional characters. Santa Claus. So <laughs> right. No, 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 no. If if you Google, I mean John McClane, that is a holiday staple, man, right? I mean Do you know we um was never getting swayed by public opinion no. on his pick. No, I mean, uh, I'll not. never forget the dolphin story or uh, situation. <laughs> the dolphin situation is a good way to say <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I don't yeah. even remember what episode that was, but I definitely remember the dolphin. I remember the stinkiest man alive, Amaj Shabuti, or I can't remember what his name is. <laughs> I think it was is, Ashley but... Shamati. <laughs> All right, guys. So for my number two pick, Get ready for this one. Buckle up. We're traveling all the way to Iran to a small village outside of Iran. Easy. Where yeah, hey, listeners there. Oh yeah, hey, that's great. I, you know, we're giving them, we're giving them props because they're free press, free proud. press. That's right. Uh, all the way to Iran, where eighty-seven-year-old Amu Haji lives. Yes, Amu Haji. If you don't know who he is, he is the world's dirtiest man. This man quit bathing in 1950, okay? Amu quit bathing in 1950 because he thought, and he says, that cleanliness brings illness, and he remains dirty in the pursuit of a healthier lifestyle. So this man has not bathed since 1950. He's 87 years old. He got kicked out of his village in Iran, so he lives on the outskirts of the village in isolation. Um, he, do, he, he smokes tobacco cigarettes only if they're given to him. Other than that, he smokes animal dung wrapped in wrapping papers. He will smoke five at a time. He doesn't bathe, but he does like to keep his beard trimmed, and he burns it off with fire that he makes. And um, his favorite meal, he lives off of roadkill, but he says that his favorite meal is uh, rotten porcupine roadkill. That's his favorite meal. Doctors brought him in for his health and his safety, still not bathing. And the doctors say that he's good. He has a perfect clean bill of health. No hepatitis, no AIDS, no herpes, nothing. The only thing that they found wrong with this man is a simple case of trichinosis, which Ariane Graver, can you tell us what trichinosis is? Uh, eating raw meat. Uh, it's too much raw meat. I was going to say, does uh, he have something in his gut? Graver. 
I was going to lose it anyway. You know, I just gave myself a shot of Vicodin before I left. Uh, coming in at number two, the dirtiest man, Mr. Amu Haji. Uh, shout out to was that five. Was that the same episode or no? Yes, I, I think I it, was. it was. It was. I think it, it was. was. It was on the Maybe, same episode. Oh, it was Weirdos. Rails. It was Weirdos. a Weirdos yeah. episode. Yes. Well, yeah, what's funny, right, is, is Enzyme was a guest, you know, a few times prior to joining and doing the Weirdos episode. So that all of that was out of left, left field, that episode, <laughs> because he was, remember, we did the death scenes. He did a couple different movie episodes. And I remember the Casey Becker scream one. And Kevin was like, sign that guy. And then he comes on the Weirdos episode and blows everyone out of the water. It's like, what just happened? <laughs> he picked Weirdos that nobody had ever heard, but they were weird. It's true. It's yep. true. It's this criteria. And that's the beauty of it. And, you know, our last draft was episode 94 is our Super Bowl food draft. And honestly, y'all, I think this was the worst first round draft pick because the Super Bowl is on Sunday, right? We always call it Super Bowl Sunday. And Colin had his first pick on the board, but he just flubbed it up, man. He chose dry nugs, right? He, he We talk dry nugs at least once every couple episodes. Dry nugs is not available on Super Bowl Sunday because of Chick Fil A being closed on Sunday. Our girl number one draft pick. Can we get that music? White rice off the on the board. Clock. Yep, Colin Thompson is on the clock with number one. With the number one pick in the ninety fourth episode, Super Bowl snacks. I have long waited for the return of this uh, to be able to bring it back. It was clear. It was easy. Give me the dry nugs, number one. Wow. <laughs> dry, dry nugs. nugs. Now, that's Chick-fil-A exclusively, right? That is Listen. correct. Right. Are you going to buy open your Sunday, nugget tray? So. Are you buying your nugget tray on Saturday and then just letting and reheating those those things no, up on Sunday? No, they're they're not reheated nugs, Kevin. They're dry nugs. So you bomb <laughs> you bomb day. I guess I guess we'll oh, get closed yeah. on Sunday. I'll have to figure out something there. But dry nugs. You're just gonna well, they're gonna Plan be backfires. Well. Dry old <laughs> cr- crusty nugs. Yeah. Hey, McDonald's. McDonald's is open. You can get their dry nugs. I think you can probably figure out how to um, uh, sit the top on with just a little bit of air coming in and make them still be dry for Sunday, but still have the crunchiness and a little bit of moist to them. I feel confident that Colin Thompson that I know there's no way he's buying a whole tray of nugs waiting till 630 on Sunday the next day without refrigerating or anything and eating those. There's no way. There's no way. (laughs) impossible we'd like dry. photos for twitter please. sorry so he's getting dry nugs obviously it's not going to be chick-fil-a so no, dry, it is it is, it is. Coming in only one at number one i like colin just completely wasted it it was yeah. it was like bo jackson tampa bay buccaneer style <laughs> colin how did that work out how did you end up getting your nugs that night don't worry about it christian i'm worried for the sake of your integrity. <laughs> Not only were they dry, they were a day old. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I can't. A day nug. Listen, I remember this line. I, I said, Colin, what are you going to do? Reheat those? Uh, no, Kevin. Uh, I didn't say reheated <laughs> nugs. I said dry <laughs> nugs. And then he got caught with his pants down. He's like, wait. Oh, uh, uh, oh yeah, you're right, Kevin. Oh, uh, you know, speaking of getting caught with your pants down, how about my Billy Joel obsession? At least two music episodes, which we are one to love music. I had Captain Jack uh, by Billy Joel from the top 70 songs. And then on our love songs list, that song, she's got a way about it. I mean, I got into this really, really weird Billy Joel phase for a while. Here with the piano man himself. I hope this guy makes nobody else's list. I want this to be obscure. Um, it is none other than Billy Joel. Uh, and this song, if you haven't heard it, I challenge you to go listen to it, preferably not with your kids around. But it's from the 1973 album Piano Man. The song is Captain Jack. cool thing about this song if you haven't heard it 
you probably haven't because if you've even seen him live, he only plays it in Philadelphia. And being a guy from Pennsylvania myself, I can appreciate that. Um, the song is a nice diddly about heroin, and it is an amazing song. You wouldn't know that. I bet most of you, when you think Billy Joel, you think like doo-wop, you know, you think like 80s, 90s Joel, like do you remember? Like it's, it's not it, guys. Captain Jack will get you high tonight. An amazing, amazing song. Billy Joel himself, he had hair back in the 70s. Now he's a bald little dweeb. But go check him out. Check out the Piano Man album coming in at number four. It is. But how about music episodes? Those are fun. Well, (laughs) you know, I'm glad that you mentioned Captain Jack because I'd never heard that song until you threw it on there. And I was listening to the clip that you sent me the other night, man. And I'll be honest with you, dude. It's a it's a good song, right? Like you can so vibe good. to it, you can jam out to it. It's a good song. Never heard it before. So I appreciated the fact that you kind of went off the grid on that. You know, we always enjoy those those picks that we don't necessarily expect. But yeah, the music episodes, love those guys. I mean, obviously our most popular every single time we have a music episode, I feel like it's getting downloaded with a little bit more quicker downloads. Man, and speaking of that, we got we got 90s hip hop coming up next week. So we're trying to throw those in at least once a month moving forward. How about that? Yep. I think Colin taught me a little bit about country music. I mean, you guys all did, but we know that that's his one, another one of his wheelhouses along with chick flick. So I've definitely learned a lot because of Colin. I've watched and the influence we have, right? I mean, I watched four Christmases for the first time because of Colin's rave reviews yes. and his selection of the entire casts. And you know, know, one of the, the most shocking things that I learned on the pod is that you had not seen four Christmases. I agree, yeah, with, I agree with that. Yeah, a lot of shocking moments on the pod. I don't don't think we can talk about the history of the pod without talking about Kevin's nervousness around what was going to be said. Now, he he has come a long way since the early days of the episode. But think about it. I mean, we were walking tenderly there for a long time. (laughs) Well, let's just, okay, you know, the world will never know about what Wexelman and Dat talked about on the MLB stadiums. But, you know, that just crossed the line a little bit too soon. But then Kevin let Maddie Kroll just go off the rails and use the edit button. But I was like, we're getting pretty TV 14. I like this. Oh, man. Somebody oh, call Walt it. Disney. <laughs> Put an APB out. We lost Kev. Hey, I want to go back to Collins. Four Christmases, you know, he mentioned Four Christmases quite often. A little bit different, a little bit of a of a newer one, so to speak. Most people that listen to the pod or know me know I'm a, a pretty big Vince Vaughn fan, so I'm going Four Christmases, the 2008 flick. <clears throat> and I know that, you know, we could have a lot of similarities tonight. So just kind of wanted to, to highlight some of my underrated quotes from each movie. And so for Four Christmases, right off the bat, we get the bar scene. And uh, I, I can't, you know, for, for sake of editing purposes for Kevin, I, I'm not going to read the whole <laughs> quote, but you get the, I don't give a damn about Connecticut. I hate those cheap earrings. I'm from North Dakota, and this is how we handle our business in the Bison State. Right off the top, no Christmas related to that quote, but man, it is fantastic opening scene. That was probably improv by Vince Vaughn, his probably. classic, classicness. Yeah. That is a good movie. If sure. Wedding Crashers doesn't make your list, I'll be disappointed. There's another movie that Colin has has mentioned several times throughout the podcast in several episodes. That's The Sandlot. And then there's another phrase that Colin uses often. Whenever he feels like he is about to throw down with a, a little bit of a hot take or maybe a controversial pick, something like that, he says, I may take some heat for this. And then he he goes right in, man, all the time. And I think we can say that I may take some heat for this actually got started. It was either episode 11 or episode number 21. What did I lead in? What did I use it to lead into? Do you remember? Or do you have it in your notes? Yeah, yeah. I think it was that you don't like ribs. You feel like ribs are overrated. And yeah, I remember true. immediately commenting, oh, I, you haven't had good ribs then. Tell that to Adam and Eve, right? <laughs> and then I was like, well, Colin, <laughs> why don't... Oh, my gosh. About, Christian's like, have you had the dry rub? Colin's like, I'm not going to waste my time on something that's not going to any good. 
from a guy who loves dry rub everything i'm surprised so. oh man yes hey can you we know talk? but colin's content kevin that's the part of it that you yes, missed out here he is. because remember the desserts episode todd's first we talked about nanner pudding is. and he then is. we talked about that brown banana and everyone's like oh yeah we'll eat that and colin mm-hmm. emphatically goes nope not gonna touch it not gonna do it nope love a good chilled nanner pudding after a barbecue dinner i mean how about that fellas number three nanner pudding fantastic Heck although i will say no no barbecue restaurant nanner pudding has been as good as some of those southern baptist after church meals that oh, I've had. yeah homemade, there you go homemade with the crispy Absolutely. it's got to be a crispy wafer i yes. agree with the yes. crispy wafers nothing yeah. soft yeah. dude i like even crushed up a little bit there on top Branchy yeah even that it. i like that i like that Branch, you hit it with the like the the classic church homecoming meal. I ain't no now, doubt. now, Christian, you mentioned chilled. three times. Well, you mentioned you mentioned chilled. You know, I know some people serve a very warm banana pudding or nanner nanner pudding. I've never no. had a warm nanner pudding before, and I've seen some people that instead of like a whipped cream top, it's almost like a a meringue top. Right where it's toasted. I don't. I don't want that either. I want just a no, classic that's, like you. That's, not, that's called sat in your car before the homecoming lunch. You know, that's right. That's not, that's not what you want right there. there. I wanted a, a little bit chilled. You know, not too cold, just right. And and nano no when I get that nano pudding. I like that, dude. That's a deep. <laughs> that's a deep cut, man. Some banana pudding. I do enjoy the banana, banana pudding. But what about? <laughs> What about if you get a slice of banana in there that's, you know, it's a little bit uh, black little and brown. grainy? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You just go Ooh, in. No. I yeah. mean, absolutely. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a turn off, but you're still spooning it right on. Oh, in, absolutely. Right? You're not leaving it. No, not leaving of course it. not. Colin? I'm leaving it. I'm not touching it. <laughs> I'm Colin's just kind of scraping the top and getting the wafer and like the, you know, not touching like a kitty it. kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that was how we learned that you know there's a difference between picky Christian who doesn't want mayonnaise and Colin who has just solidified himself as Mr. Content and he could do anything he'd do no wrong. Shout oh. out to the Glizzy. <laughs> Glizzy. Glizzy. <laughs> My mom literally texted me the other day and goes, What's a glizzy? And I sent her a picture. But I had to kind of explain to her that actually it originated as a gun. Because as Carl Winslow knows in Chicago, people have glizzies. This is Stephen A. Smith. You got a glizzy. It's the shape of a hot dog. Todd. Todd. Am I right? <laughs> Just wow. You're right. I'm right. Know. That's all you got to say. <laughs> yeah. That's all you got to say. Yeah. Hey, can we can we talk about this? All right. You know, I know we kind of on each other, right? But there were, I think there were two things that... I feel like I, I got I got some heat from, okay? Number one, number one being the Chip Gaines dinner guest selection. But I can Chip I Gaines. Can, Chip Gaines. <laughs> I can this is episode 15, by the way. I can verify that Colin said he liked the pick. Okay. Y'all got anything to say about that? Here we go. So coming in at number five. Straight out of Waco, Texas, we got Mr. Chip Gaines, uh, husband of Joanna Gaines, CEO, founder, creator of Magnolia. Got all kinds of things out, you know, with Magnolia. But um, I've read Chip Gaines' autobiography called Capital Gains. And, man, just a really inspiring story. Just a, a blue-collar, hard-working guy. Loves Baylor. Played college baseball at Baylor. Loves his family, loves being a good dad, loves being a good husband, pours every ounce of his energy into that, into his job, into his people that he's leading. Just an incredibly successful guy. Tons of humanitarian efforts. And not to mention, man, he's just funny. I don't know if you've ever watched any of his stuff. He's got a pretty good Twitter feed as well, but just an all-around good dude. So coming in at number five is Chip Gaines. Brand, I didn't think about where I would be taking these folks to dinner. However, I did look up my people's favorite meal if I could find it. So Chip Gaines' favorite meal is comes from this restaurant called Vitex or Vitex, which is in Waco. He orders something called the Gut Pack, and it's a 2.5-pound 
Frito pie slash barbecue plate. It's a bed of Fritos, beans, beef, barbecue pork, onions, jalapenos, all piled in this big to-go container. That's his favorite meal to go. <laughs> that pack. sounds phenomenal. Tex-Bex. Yeah. Sounds like a grandma game. It does. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like dinner earlier for me. I, I didn't envision, um, you know, Chip Gaines making the list tonight, but it, I like the pick. Didn't realize he played at Baylor. I Not think courtesy. It, in his defense, remember, we got criticized by saying love that to every pick for like the first 50 episodes. So maybe he was just saying love that. Just to be oh, nice. yeah. Listen, we could say <laughs> love anything, it. Love right? it. Love that. Hey, I like eating dinner at the kitchen table. Love it. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, Kevin, the one thing you say a lot is how about that? How about that? Right? that about that's that? yours. And then, like, I had this running thing where I'm always like, uh, all right, we did the impossible, you know, number one, you know, and I'm just like, at some point, I was like, I guess I need to keep doing that. I don't even know why, but I'm like, just keep it going. That's just what I say. You know, we all have our our sayings. I I tend to find uh, myself saying, hey, listen, a lot. Hey, listen. listen. I want to pivot back to to guests for a second. I think there's a few that that absolutely we appreciate all our guests, but. Definitely uh, Roy Philpott, a repeat guest. Kurt Hans, one of my oh, favorite yeah. dudes to this day. And then Coach Will Healy, man, taking time mm. during football season to join the podcast. Will uh, Healy, yes. I don't know. Colin got all his crushes on the pod, which is cool. Will included. Maddie. We haven't got George W. yet. That's true. So, that's coming. That's coming in the next 100, right? I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Is that your uh, Todd? Who's your uh, wish list guest, buddy? Man, I don't know. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> In typical I'm Todd only, fashion, I'm <laughs> only here so I don't get fined. Bubba right, Watson, right. hey, Bubba yes. Watson, anything is possible. I do feel like we do need to mention all of our guests, though. Man, we had Joey Stacks on. We had Patrick McDonald of the Fandalorians podcast. Tyler Tote. I mean, what a baller. Facts and Childress. Guys, Roy Philpot multiple times, Dominique Thomas, Quadzilla, episode 84, doing big things at spring ball right now. Morgan Thomas, like I said, guys. Twice. Um, Gary Sheffield Jr., you want to talk about an off-the-grid? Listen, that's our episode 80. Out of our most recent episodes, that is our most downloaded episode. Number 80, top five things we need to vent about with Gary Sheffield Jr., just out of nowhere, man. Maddie Kroll, guys. We had Houston Burnett. We had Laura Connell. Christian's comedian friend. We had. Did you say SEC Mike? Arguably oh. the the biggest bump in downloads from a guest that we've had. Huge, huge part of our part of our um, college football series that we had. I mean, we had SEC Mike. We had Jeremy Davis, former. Remember UConn Sam Ravitch, Carl's son, dude, out of nowhere. Yes, yeah, Sam Ravitch, man. Mark Jason Webb Romano, Jr. Eric McLean, Ashley Shamati. Alexa Dat, Danny Wexelman, Scotty Mark, Hen, golfer. Scott Hen, completely oh. off the grid. Uh, that was Adam Sandler movies. Dilworth a couple times. Mark Webb Jr. a couple times. Shout out, friend of the pod. Ryan Smith, guys, just longtime listeners and friend of the pods that, that came on. Guys, Adam Welcome as well. Top five childhood movies. That's a, that's a Sandlot movie or a Sandlot pick for Colin. We were all over the place, man. Lots of lots of good guests that that is DT just... with an appearance. DT with an appearance. made the cameo. That's right, man. Coming all the way in from Michigan for the Tay Swift. Yep. Nothing better than 10 minutes of Taylor. How could I have a top five list without something that long and that provocative by Mr. Jack? Antonoff, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, I invited a, a special guest referee into the mix. I don't, <laughs> there he is. Hey, Dustin Tompkins, lady and ge- ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Michigan, a giant Taylor Swift fan. I don't know if he's a bigger fan than Maddie. Uh, Dustin, what do you think about All Too Well, the 10 minute version, buddy? So I apologize that it's not Jake Gyllenhaal, but um, <laughs> I've arrived. Um, I appreciate you letting me jump hey, in. Hey, Dustin, I'm glad you came. <laughs> Sorry I'm late. I thought we were recording at midnight. That was my bad. Hey, honest mistake. It happens. It happens. uh, Uh, Do you agree with my all too well number three pick there? 100%. Uh, I would have put it at number one, but number three is is a great great option. How about that? 
How about that? Well, I'm I'm just glad that you stopped by because I missed your face. I missed your musk all the way up there in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So glad you could join us, buddy. Making your first appearance, and DJ Enzyme is back from Aruba. I, I haven't love that. Hey, as we close down this episode, give me give me just some final thoughts for you know these these hundred episodes, kind of where you guys see things moving forward. Well, guys, I'll be honest with you. I'll let Colin go in traditional fashion. I like to cut him (laughs) off. Colin, you're up. I I think that we've had, we've ebb and flowed a little bit, but I think we've really settled into a nice format and and niche. And I think that, uh, I think 200 is in reach. Yeah, I mean, gosh, we'll be uh, old men by then, right, Kevin? I mean, you'll be in the nursing home by 200 but hey you know we still got time i will say you know i asked you guys a question back on our on the spot would you rather episode you know would you take twenty thousand dollars raise in your current job but you have to quit the pod or you know do we keep doing the pod and you actually start getting paid and everybody immediately said i'll take the raise i quit all right guys um would you rather get fired tomorrow but get to do the podcast full time and you know start getting paid or would you rather keep your job and get a twenty thousand dollar a year raise but the podcast ends at the end of the year i'm keeping my i'm I'm keeping my (laughs) i'm keeping my job and taking the 20k raise man i love that absolutely yeah it's It's fun it's a good good run that was easy, uh, Christian. I don't know about y'all. The fans are upset with you guys. You took the money. You did it. You did it. How dare you? That was easy. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised <laughs> that we're still here, guys. If we make it to 110, that'll be a, a golden goose episode. But no, I honestly, guys, who would have thought, you know, that we'd be here? And I think like Colin said, you find your niche. The question is, what are the topics going to be? We love music. We love food. How many more of those can we do? What's something off the grid? Something that you want to see again? Conspiracy theories. Lots of randomness out there still left to rank, guys. So, I mean, unless unless we run out of topics to rank, man. I mean, this this thing's going to keep going, you know? Who knows? Right, Todd? That's right. Hey, man, I you know, I'm just honored to be here, man. I'm just here so I don't get fined, right? I am so grateful just to be a part. I, obviously, I've only been on since what, what episode did you say it was? 63 60. or something like that? 60 okay Your first episode um, was 60 to deserve. kevin have you checked his contract i'm not is he is todd still here we got to make sure that gets renewed right, here. He's here. <laughs> right. <laughs> man i'm just so grateful and just blown away anytime i run into someone who's like hey i listen to the pod like you know it's, it blows my mind that people take time to listen to us ramble on about whatever we ramble on and mostly make fun of what colin eats right but man i'm excited about what's coming ahead because i feel like we're just getting better we're honing in on on, on what we're doing and uh, i read this malcolm gladwell thing the other day where he said it only takes ten thousand hours for you to become an expert so we're only nine thousand nine hundred hours away from becoming experts at this wow todd way to see the glass absolutely except kevin he's he's definitely a lot further than us and uh, you know what kevin i'll be honest with you man i'm going to ask you for something i would like to make a directorial debut over the next 10 episodes where i actually edit one and try that out. How about that? Absolutely. You let me yeah, know, man. Okay. You swing by the All house, right. buddy, and I will teach you the way. All right. Audacity. Let's make Shout it. Out. Yep. That's right. Shout out to Audacity. Listen, I want to close close with this. One other thing, going back to episode 60, Todd, your first episode, the other thing that y'all give me heat for, at least during that time, was that I considered uh, like a sweet coffee, you know, some little little frou-frou coffee, a dessert. That's what I was going to say <laughs> that you guys just kind of ripped me on a little bit, but whatever. I just want to say thanks to you guys. I want to say thanks to all of our listeners, right? If we don't have listeners, then we're certainly not really producing anything, but it does it does mean something to get some feedback. Colin, I know you get just random texts all the time with some commentary about different episodes, even though we may be on episode number 97, somebody's listened to episode 77. And that's wild to me too, that people go back and listen to some of our old episodes, but man, just really, really appreciative of the people that 
have actually bought a sponsorship. We haven't had a lot, but during those times that we did have a couple people give us some a little bit of money, right? Bought some t-shirts, things like that. I see us guys in the next hundred episodes really trying to expand that, really trying to possibly make a little bit more of a brand. Obviously, we're gonna still pursue some just outstanding guests maybe on some weeks sending out multiple episodes, right? If we can figure out a way to to do that, but just for the fans, I guess. But anyways, I appreciate y'all. We appreciate everybody. And um, we're coming back next week with episode 101 and we're ranking 90s hip hop. And in the meantime, you know where you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram at the power five pod. You can email us at the power five pod at gmail.com give us your comments give us your suggestions let us know what you want to hear us rank give us your rankings and just interact with us man that's how we grow and we can't wait to do it again thanks again say good night kevin Number two for me, I'm coming right at Colin Thompson on this one. Oh, boy. Mm. Kurt Schilling belongs in the Hall of Very Good, but not the Hall of Fame. Ooh. And I'm not talking about his personality. I'm not talking about his political views. I'm talking his bloody sock. It, I'm, and that, that to me, was all absolutely staged. It was 100%. Uh, oh, you'll say that. 100%. He he put ketchup on the sock. He's not denying that. Um, Kurt Schilling does not belong in the Hall of Fame number two. Hey, Somebody shout out this man. <laughs> shout out to my cousin Mike up in uh, PA, big Phillies fan. He's probably going to at you after that one, Brant. But, hey, that's why it's a hot take. That's right. Colin, I just saw the that vein on your forehead pop up as, as Brant was giving his take right there. It's a terrible take. I mean, it it, it is. Um, let me think how to say this so I don't get censored out. Fifteen years ago, Kurt Schilling would be in the Hall of Fame. The I, current national climate keeps Kurt Schilling out of been, the Hall. How of fame. many years has he been on the ballot? I, I don't know, but the current climate nationally keeps Kurt Schilling out of the Hall. The of climate fame. gets worse every year, but he's been on the ballot for what seven, eight years. I don't know. Before the woke were woke. One of the better postseason pitchers of all time. Hey, very good pitcher. Very good. Not Hall of Fame worthy. Is Barry Bonds in it yet? 11 and two. He should be. 11 and two in 19 postseason starts. 11 and two. Hey, he had a good run in the playoffs. He's not a Hall of Fame pitcher. I mean, hey, if if you're, if three rings, three rings. Hey, good. They had a good run. It's a good run. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Pedro Martinez had a little something to do with that, an actual Hall of Famer. Have y'all noticed that Brant's oh. talking like closer to the screen as he's like talking he to is. Colin right here? Like he's, he's sitting right it. next to Colin, which people don't see that at home. They're in the Kurt, same room. Kurt three and zero in elimination games. One point three seven ERA. Hey, you're, you're violating pod one. rules. You, I mean, you googling all this stuff right now, man. He's <laughs> he's live checking me. This has been a this has been my take forever. <clears throat> That's okay. They do that on one hundred five five. The roar. You can hear him clicking. <laughs> Number two.